hey y'all we got another treat for y'all and do and honestly we really just let this flow and arrive to really a beautiful revelation and i'm really looking forward to y'all hearing what we have to say drew what you think I mean, ain't much more that need to be said after that. You're right. Let's not let's not mess nothing up. <laughs> not, hey, we want y'all to get into it. So listen, hope y'all enjoy it. Go ahead, like it, subscribe, share it with your friends, leave a review, let us know what y'all think. Man, I think one of the most talked about um, and one of the most relevant conversations um, that's going on in today's time, especially in our generation is surrounding purpose. I think a lot of people are, or seek to figure out what their purpose is. Um, And I think that sometimes that creates a lot of uh, movement that may not be God inspired. Mm. I think we tend to want to invite God into our plans rather than truly submit to his. Um, so I think this is a, a good time for us to get into that conversation. It's been a good time for the last 10 years. No, nah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's even more relevant today as we see the continuous growth um, and innovation of technology and, mm. you know, the fact that we are so interconnected, man, the access that we have to each other, um, whether we know each other or not, is ridiculous ridiculous these days yeah off the charts off the charts and i know one of the things that oftentimes uh, creates maybe a sense of insecurity in people is seeing others progress or their perception of others progressing um <laughs> and they feel as though they're stagnant Talk that was about good it. that was a good caveat oh, yeah, not, not a good caveat but because uh, we know how social media is yeah <laughs> Yeah, we, we and we talk about it. We live in a resume, best foot forward type culture, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so the first impression we've been told our whole lives is um, the most important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what what does somebody take away from meeting you, seeing you, seeing a picture of you? Is it your best foot forward? And as valid as it is and where it's rooted in i think it's really crippled us in a lot of ways to be authentic Mm. and where we are to be truthful with the season that we're in um and to accept that it's okay to be where we are Mm -hmm. so now we've demonized (laughs) not having a level of success in a certain season not because we actually think it's bad but because of what's going on all around us Mm -hmm. in other people's lives and um we both can relate to that bro. oh yeah <laughs> how do you how can you relate man man um you know being three i am a three on the what, what you on, the, on the enneagram being a type three on the enneagram man i at my core want to achieve and i would say an unhealthy version of myself um is or tends to seek value in the things that I do. Mm. Um, I, you know, and like I said, in a healthy state, um, I will also seek to find identity in the things that I do. 
um, the way people perceive me and things of that nature, if I'm being vulnerable, um, is important or has been important. But I would say in my, in my more unhealthy states, um, that becomes way more important than it should be. Mm. Um, and so for me, I have to be intentional about living to an audience of one and caring more about how God sees me um, and the and understanding the fact that I've already been approved um, versus looking for that approval yeah. in others. How has that misallocation of Come value on, misallocation? I can't spell it, so don't ask. How has that misallocation of value on achievement crippled or even taken you out of what you believe God's plan is for your life? Um, I would say that it doesn't necessarily always. Mm, let me rephrase that. So I look at the mission versus the method, right? Um, so if God shows me something, which he has, something very grand, right? Um, I will tend to try to develop my own plan and my own method for getting there <laughs> versus trusting him to get. It's like, which is crazy, because it's like. It was his plan. It was his plan. <laughs> <laughs> but me being the, you know, the logical person that I am, the one who is like, you know, computer science, so if else statements and, you know, things of that nature, cause and effect, um, I will rationalize, you know, plans, right? And mm -hmm. say, okay, well, if this is where he's taking me, well, it makes sense to do this, yeah. right? To to acquire the skill sets and the knowledge necessary to get there. Mm. When the reality is he already saw the end from the beginning. Yeah. And the in-between. Um, so it's trusting him in that in-between space. There it is. You know? Let's stay there in the in-between real quick. We're here. So we and, and we've talked about this. We call it an in-between. Mm -hmm. Um, but what's our reference point? You know, like what <laughs> when we've always, if you think about it, no matter what season we're in are always in the in-between. Yeah. We're always figuring yeah. it out. We're always yeah. wanting to get to a different place. Um, and that's good and bad, right? It shows a level of ambition and desire and zeal. At the same time, it shows maybe this discontentment <laughs> with where God has you and mm. almost a distrust of why he has you there mm -hmm. and the purposes for why he would have you there. So I'm, I'm talking real high level. No, but that's we've, good. We've always, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. I mean, shoot, I, if you, I have a wonderful career. I just got married in May. I have a puppy. I have all these things that scream. Oh, he's stable. You look like you got new glasses too. What? Calm down. <laughs> new chain. Where they come from? Hey bro. Calm down. <laughs> But you know, these are the things that scream stability. These are the mm -hmm. things that scream, oh, he's comfortable. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. Ain't no comfort here. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I'm glad I'm not comfortable. I'm almost like, God, I, I think the, the season that we call in between is exactly where we should always stay mm. because it forces us to realize how much we need God. Mm. 
And it's the seasons where we feel, feel like we don't need him are the dangerous ones, mm. are the ones where we really should run from. Like, have you ever just felt comfortable? Whew. What work have you said is not work for you to do? Mm. What people have you said are not people you should develop relationships with, mm. uh, to build, to mentor, to impart to, to learn from? What knowledge are you not seeking? And that's a that's a life of in-between, if you think that's about right. it. Um, but we want this destination of the mountaintop mm-hmm. and the arrival. And honestly, bro, what's next after that? You know, I think that, and you hit, you. it's crazy because you must be in the spirit. It's Friday, I guess, but because you knew where I was going without knowing where I was going. <laughs> but you you set up the lie perfectly, man. I think to answer your question or to allude to what you were just saying in terms of living in the in-between, I think that a lot of times we feel as though there is like the in-between space is not something that lasts long because of the fact that I think a lot of us have this skewed um, belief that our purpose is a destination. Mm. And it, it, I used to believe that, like growing up being told, oh, you're going to be a pastor. Like to me, I felt like that's the destination. When the reality is purpose is, and your dad helped me out with that. He told me one time, he said, purpose is not a destination. It's the next assignment. I was literally thinking it. I just didn't have, (laughs) I thought of a video game. (laughs) You know, purpose is a checkpoint. Mm -hmm. It's there's another assignment, there's another task, there's another objective for you to fulfill. That's what we need to be ambitious for. Mm. The next assignment, not to, not hasty, not anxious, but ambitious for. Um, and to really embrace that season of, oh, I got more to do. Mm. I think we all just want to get to a point where I don't want to do anything. We all, <laughs> we all save them for retirement. Yeah, right. <laughs> spiritually soulfully and literally you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying listen you still gonna have responsibility even when you retire no for real (laughs) like it's not going i'm scared like i'm scared of that oh you we see it all the time man i'm retired i'm like "Hmm." then they like i don't know what to do with my head (laughs) (laughs) hey boy and then you find people trying to figure out things to do and find things to fill that space but that's a great point you never retire from purpose Mm, boy that's good you never retire when we think we do because we've synonymized purpose with vocation a purpose with career purpose with passion oh don't get me started Uh um and none of those things are our purpose there was a purpose the purpose of a thing is given by the designer or the creator but we have almost crafted our own version of something we did of ourselves and we didn't create ourselves we mm-hmm. didn't design ourselves Uh-oh. we didn't we didn't fine-tune it to do a particular thing mm-hmm. and so that really really should challenge us to think where does my purpose come from and where can i find where that is where can i get clarity about what that is mm-hmm. uh, and as much as we depend on people really it only comes from the creator of people mm-hmm. i'm curious man and we talked about this um uh, this morning um, but 
you know, a lot of times, especially, anyway, when God shows us something, right, or reveals to us, hey, this is where I'll take, or this is what I've called you to, Mm. that is not always an immediate manifestation, right? Mm. It's a promise, but that doesn't mean that it's it's going to happen in the timing in which we believe it should happen. Right. So my question to you is, have you ever been, and I'll answer that, my, my own question as well, but have you ever been in that space where God has shown something to you? Um, and if so, how did you deal with that waiting period? <laughs> I remember when I was, God had given me, I called it, and I still call it that, he gave me the desire for companionship in marriage. Mm-hmm. He like opened up that desire. Everybody doesn't really desire that. They just desire the benefits of that. <laughs> That's season. a whole another episode. It is. But he gave me the desire to want to serve someone for a lifetime. Um, and I remember the day. It was the day where I realized what the purpose of marriage even was. But what do you do when you're given something new? You want to go flaunt it? Shoot, you want to be in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got a new car. You want to drive that thing Not around facts. and show everybody. <laughs> and so, of course, I went searching for a wife mm. before I knew what it meant to be, knew what it meant to be a husband. Um, and those qualities came in the solid, solitary moments of developing our relationship with God. And so, yeah, when God gave me that vision, it was just, I got anxious. I got hasty. I I got ahead of myself and began to date people and believe that he was just going to bless it. Began to build relationships with people and just believe he was just going to bless it. And it delayed the promise. It it, it took me off track. And um, shoot, I was getting in the way of my wife meeting me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, so, I mean, there's so many other examples. How, how would you, what's an example for you? <laughs> I'm in it right now, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, and I, I won't go too deep into detail in terms of what was revealed, because um, that's very sensitive. I, we go deep on a lot of things and reveal a lot of things. That's one I just, that stays here. Mm. Um, but I will, say, I will say, man, it's almost like, um, like David. Mm. Um, when he's anointed to be king, yet immediately after goes right back to tending to the sheep. Mm. And it's not to say that he was upset or anything. I don't know how he felt. Um, Frustrated maybe even. I don't know. But that's how I feel when, I mean, like I labored over that. I told you about it cried when I wrote it down because mm-hmm. it was that weighty and that overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so what I've done, like I said, going back to what I said a minute ago, is I've tried to develop my method to getting there mm-hmm. and acquire this. So I was like, okay, I'm going to you know, pursue management consulting because it's going to give me a certain set of skills um, that I believe would be appropriate for where he's taking me. What I'm having to realize um, is that I need to marry the mission and divorce myself from the method. 
Because if I marry the method and get too attached to that, if it doesn't happen the way that I believe that it should happen, then I'll be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like, well, God, wait, I thought you, no, no, no. I told you what I was going to do. I didn't tell you how I was going to do it. Or when. Or when. Um, and so it's this weird dichotomy of like, you're given a destination, but you're not given turn by turn direction mm. ahead of time. And so I'm I'm forced to be in a space where I hear him better, where I lean on him better in the turns, right? As I'm as I'm moving, is being sensitive to when he says, hey, turn left. Mm-hmm. And I've had to relinquish, <laughs> I've had to relinquish everything I my mental capacity and logic. I, I've had to relinquish all of that and submit myself to his will and to his way. Can I just give a statement to everything that we've said so far? Go ahead. I believe, and I'm willing to be wrong, not really. Um, (laughs) um, I believe that purpose is the thing that requires us to depend and be faithful in God. Mm. If your purpose, if what you consider your purpose does not require you to depend on God to give an instruction, to provide to provide resources, mm-hmm. to provide people to build a relationship with, then that's not your purpose. Or that's not the purpose that God has for your life. When God gave me the vision of being a husband, the amount of people that I came into contact with that challenged my desire challenged my vision or my perception of his vision for my life that came into my life and just kind of wrecked all the preconceived uh, methods of achieving this goal of marriage. Um, It forced me to depend on him to really help me to eat the meat and spit out the bones Mm. so that I could really understand exactly how I was supposed to go about this. this. And, and at the same time, serve him at the same time continue to be a son of his and not to idolize this purpose that's the thing we can't idolize our purpose either Mm. and sometimes god gives us a vision and that's all we talk about Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh -uh. a lot of times the vision he gave you is a promise and if you know anything about a promise it's faithful to be it's faithful to be answered it's faithful to come to pass yeah he said he watches over his word he watches over it and so if he's watching over it, I don't got to sit there and watch it. <laughs> I don't got to sit there and, okay, God, what do I do next? Mm-hmm. Continue to do what you're doing. He mm-hmm. gave you the promise. He gave you the vision because you have been in motion. So don't stop. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't stop and wait. No, no, no. Keep doing what you're doing and can do it better mm-hmm. because he's going to give you more instruction once you continue to get to other checkpoints. But we stop. What happens oftentimes is, we stop moving to the next checkpoint mm. because we want the whole vision. We want complete clarity. And that's where we mess up. Yeah. That's where I've messed up. Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. No, I agree, man. And, that, and that's part of where I messed up too, especially, like I said, seeking to find myself in those things. I've had to realize that what we do, uh, the positions that we hold, um, 
And even the things that God has called us to is not who we are. Um, he's given us identity well before we accomplished anything. Um, and here's the thing. What we do may be tied to who we are, but it doesn't define who we are. That's good. That's good. And so, again, I've had to, I've had to, because even in this space, it's like the things that I'm doing now, you know what I'm saying? Like even my current job, like I never thought I would be doing it. You know what I mean? And I've had to check myself because it's almost humbling. Yeah. You know, like the grand vision I have for me, um, it's like this doesn't even compare, you know. Yeah. But I'm I, I'm so at peace, dog, mm. because I know that this is where he has me. Yeah. And like I, I believe that and I trust that and I feel that. That's so good. And I think that's a really good transition. Um, and I'm gonna say this and then pose a question. Mm-hmm. Um, the scripture that comes to mind is he that is faithful with the little will be Uh-oh. faithful over much. Mm-hmm. And I think about the season that you're in, the season that we both are in and the impact that we want to have in the desire of our heart. Um, <laughs> and sometimes our reality doesn't always complement mm-hmm. um, the desire of our heart. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think about it and I'm like, okay, this is the little that he was talking about. Yeah. Even if it's a lot compared to what God wants to do in his people and the people that are seeking him, where you are and where you will be are two very, very different seasons. Absolutely. With two very, <laughs> very different um, mm-hmm. levels of stewardship and responsibility and faithfulness and discipline. I'm convinced that you will only be required more of. And so if you can't, if he can't trust you to be faithful with this wow. small job or this small relationship or this uh, this small time that you have, what about when he you're you're called to be more disciplined and when you're when you don't have a lot of time to just do whatever and or when you do have more responsibilities, how how is he going to trust you with those things? And so I just think about it. And so my question is, how has it humbled you? How has this season humbled you and shown you or even given you hope for the future? Uh, The Bible says that all things work for the good of those who love the Lord. Quote his word now. Quote his word. And are called according to his purpose. All things. And while it doesn't on the surface always make sense to me i know that there's purpose in it and so once i came to that understanding um i can then do everything no matter how insignificant i feel like it may be on a day-to-day do it with a spirit of excellence because i know that it's working something for a purpose and again i'm reminded by david like him tending to those sheep was purposeful because what you're saying being faithful with the little god knew that one day he would make him ruler over men so it was important for him to have the heart of a servant before he became a ruler 
Because the heart of a servant doesn't depart <laughs> when your position changes. Come on. You talking real good. Just because you're a leader, that doesn't mean that you uh, negate the heart of a servant. If anything, it's even more necessary to operate in that capacity. Let's just say this right now. The purpose that God has for every single person that he loves Come on. is to serve others better and more. Mm -hmm. If your purpose does not include impacting people through service, then that is self-promoting, self-preserving. And God could care less about how people see you. The people he called to do great things were chastised, mm -hmm. killed. <laughs> in his name <laughs> and not to say that that's everybody's future but when you serve others that's the ultimate gratification that we should be desiring mm -hmm. and our purpose has everything to do with service mm -hmm. not to do like that success is serving others and having the capacity to serve others better in relationships in our vocation, in our careers, in our churches, our purpose is to serve others. Mm -hmm. That was the number one purpose that Jesus, the only reason that we can call ourselves believers, that was the one purpose that he was sent to this earth, to serve, not to be served. Why would our purpose be any different? Why? Why do we think that? Serving others is a very humbling position, and yet you will be exalted by the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. You will be glorified in heaven because of the way and the heart that you serve with. That is our purpose. So if you don't know how to, if you don't think that God has given you a purpose or if he has not spoken it, believe this right here. It is to serve others. And it's in that service, just like when David was serving and being diligent with how he was serving and shepherding these sheep, God gave him more. And then he still had to serve. He was, I'm not even going to go into the details, but there were many opportunities and many circumstances that he was in where when he didn't serve, there were consequences, greater consequences. But that's our purpose. Boy. I mean, you just, I'm convicted, bro. You, you just <laughs> dropped a mic. I think we watered down the potency of that, mm. of the word serve. Um, as if it's beneath us. As if we graduate from it. No, <laughs> yeah. we graduate to it. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. And it's not a destination. It's. There are different checkpoints of how we serve and different checkpoints of how much we're supposed to serve and the types of people we're meant to serve. Even on my job, I work in construction and I would be an idiot to think that I'm there just to be a builder, just to learn how to build. No, I'm there to learn how to serve people in a place where they're not thinking about serving nobody. We're <laughs> thinking about bottom dollar. Mm -hmm. And so the journey, the discovery is to learn what service looks like hmm. in every in every room that I enter, wow. with every person that I meet, no matter the hierarchy. How do I serve people? That's so good. There really doesn't need to be more said after that.
No, it doesn't. Because that's so important, man. And I think at the end of the day, like, our focus has to be on serving others. And at the end of the day, God, I want you to get the glory out of everything I do. I was on Todd Delaney's live the other day, and we're wrapping up. Um, One of the things that he said that stood, it was so, like, it was so subtle, but it had such great impact. He said, when when he first started singing, he told God, God, you gave me this gift to sing. I'm giving it right back to you. I won't use my voice, my gift, my talent, that which you blessed me with, to do anything else except give you glory. Mm. Man, when that becomes our heart posture and our motive and our intention, God has endless space to do whatever he wants. For us to be used in capacities that we could have never imagined. But we have to give it back to him. We want to hold on to stuff and hoard things as if it's our own. As if you created the gift. No, 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 no. (laughs) You were afforded this. You were blessed with this. You were bought with a price. You were bought with a price. Your (laughs) gifts and talents are exactly what they are. Gifts. (laughs) Which means you didn't earn it, you didn't deserve it, you didn't build it. It is a gift. And let me tell you something. When we sow something back into the kingdom, uh, it comes back good measure, pressed down. That doesn't just entail our money. Mm. That includes our gifts. Wow. We're done. We're done. Listen, we appreciate (laughs) y'all for listening. This has been a more convicting episode for us than we anticipated. Yeah. Um. But, man, we love y'all so much. We appreciate y'all for listening. We're wrapping up this season just to let y'all know. Uh, But we have more things, more great things uh, coming on the other side of this. So stay tuned. Appreciate y'all for supporting. Love y'all. We'll see y'all next time. I know. Yeah, but I'm not really ready to go back into hosting mode after that episode. Nah, we got to sit with that one. <laughs> we got to sit. I'll be sitting with that one for the, for the next few days. Absolutely. So, hey, we hope it impacts y'all like it impacted us to have the conversation. As always, it is an open floor to really share your thoughts, give us your opinion, give us your opinions, share it with your friends, and continue this conversation. Mm-hmm.